Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this portion of Computer and Technology Radio is brought to you by Kingston Technology and all their great storage devices and flash drives. And welcome to Computer and Technology Radio. So good to have you all with us today. We're going to talk tech, Google TV, AT&T, oh my gosh, indie movies on DVD. It's going to be a great show. You can call us at 877-474-3302 or I'm on Twitter right now at Marsha Collier and Mark is at M-A-R-C-A-N-D-M-A-R-S-H-A, Mark and Marsha. Also on Twitter. Hey, Mark, how you hey, doing? Hey, Marcia, and welcome, everybody. As always, thank you for joining us on a uh, lovely Saturday, at least here in Southern California. It's a beautiful day out. We're delighted. We've got a great show, as always, for you. Uh, just a second, we're going to be talking about a mobile app that I've been using for quite some time, and I, I think it's Waz, but I'll, I'll get the exact pronunciation. It's either Wazi or Waz, and it's kind of a traffic update, so we're going to... Uh, huh? Uh, yeah, we're going to. I'm talking totally about. puzzled. What the heck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, well, we'll tell. Yeah, we'll tell. In fact, why don't we just do that right now? Let me welcome to the show Deanne Eisner, who is the VP Community uh, Geographer. Did I do that right? That's correct. All right, and is it is it Waz or Wazi? It's Waze. Waze. Yeah, Waze. Waze. You see, you leave this to a guy, right? Waze. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, well, and thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. I, you know, I've been using this for quite some time, and, and one of the nice things I find about mobile devices is that it gives you the ability to search the traffic systems. And I use it, you know, whenever I go out and I know there's going to be a traffic situation, I look at a, a website like yours or like something that tells me what the traffic's going to look like. But you guys are a little different, and you're a little bit more unique. So tell us how it works. Well, um, ours is an application that's on smartphones. So uh, on your iPhone, your Android, your Winmo, your Symbian, or even your, um, your uh, BlackBerry. And uh, if you install the application, which is free, uh, what we're doing is we're collecting the GPS traces and timestamps uh, from everybody who's driving around, and we have a pretty rapidly growing community. And so the traffic that's being collected is all from people that are actually using the application right now. It's all crowdsourced and in real time. Uh, and so the drivers on the road are sharing the information with one another simply by turning the application on. So unlike um, uh, traffic information you would get from road sensors or this kind of thing that would only be on main roads, anywhere that we have people driving is where you're going to have your live information. And okay, so, so get- wait a minute. It, I just have to figure this out. I'm sorry to interrupt. Is this like a, uh, I don't know, four square for vehicles or... <laughs> Well, in some ways, in that it is social and that it is fun. Uh, but uh, at the heart of it, we're trying to give you real information that's valuable. Um, and so in addition to the traffic, we're also giving you a free turn-by-turn um, voice-guided navigation. Uh, but it's funny that you mentioned Foursquare because there are gaming elements. So it's all based on the community, right? We have about 800,000 drivers worldwide right now. Um, and all of the information from the map to the traffic is coming from them. But if you are, say, the first person to drive down a road, you're validating that for us, and your icon will turn into a kind of a Pac-Man, uh, and you'll get points for driving down these roads and helping out our community. So there, there is a game component. And, of course, when you arrive at your destination, you can check into Foursquare from our application. <laughs> you know, and I, one of the things I, like I particularly that. like about this is that when you look at the uh, – 
the thing, it says events, and then it tells you, do you want all the events, do you want police things? So, for example, if I click on it, I'm doing it right now, because I have it on my uh, Droid, I have it on my iPad, so you know, I have it all over the place. <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm looking, for example, here, it says, and it, it's GPS, obviously, it's geographic, so it tells you where you are, uh, and it says there's police activity in Chula Vista, reported 59 minutes ago, or on the I-90 near Thorpe Street, there are three state patrol cars over there, events going on. Or if I take them all, it gives me the traffic. And then it says to me, heavy traffic, Oakdale Avenue, Los Angeles. Average speed, seven miles per hour, and it was updated one second ago. So it really gives you, at the moment, exactly what's going on in your community. And it really is a helpful tool to know what cities and streets to avoid. Great. Uh, I'm so happy you're using it. That's wonderful. Yeah, we're actually focusing more and more on the traffic, and we're hoping that we're going to um, really be a a resource that uh, people can use to complement with their more traditional traffic sources. In certain countries, uh, we are already uh, the the primary traffic source, but I think here in the U.S. it's so big that um, I just hope that we're going to very quickly get to a point where user-generated road reports um, are going to help us have more information about the world around us in real time. Uh, and complement what what we already have here in the U.S. Now, question: Are how, how familiar are you a GPS kind of person? Do you understand the functions of GPS? She's and how a they geographer. Work? She's <laughs> like, well, no, did you I read know. her title? No, no, no. But that's a geo- That doesn't mean that she's familiar with the how the satellites work and such. You know, I, I'm not so familiar with the satellites. I mean, I know enough. Try me. Well, the reason, you know, it's kind of funny, because I've noticed about GPS. Let's play Stump the Geographer. Yeah. That'll be fun for She's you. the community exactly. geographer, for God's sakes. Yeah, but that, that's different. If you knew what geographer was, Marcia, maybe you'd know the difference. But basically, oh. uh, what it, well, my question is, a number of years ago, if you got a GPS device and you brought it inside your house, forget about it, because you couldn't see the device. Your, your device couldn't recognize the satellite because it didn't have a direct line to the satellite. Right. T- today, the newer GPS... GPS devices, for example, I'm using this on the iPad and I'm sitting inside my house. How is, does it make the connection without the clear line of sight to the GPS? Well, it really depends on the device. So we're not doing a lot um, in terms of the development. We're just working with whatever accuracy each device has. So iPhone will have uh, their, their accuracy and we have to work within that. And we have different algorithms that will um, create road grids or information and kind of snap uh, snap the device to the road based right. on what device you're using. So everybody is still a bit different. Indoor is still a problem. Uh, we're not using cell ID too much uh, right now because it's difficult for navigating. But if you just want to log in for the first time, um, just to get your trace, we can, or just to start your fix, we can get, uh, we can use the cell ID. So there are a number of methods, but indoor positioning is something that uh, people are working very hard on uh, this year. Uh, and I think we'll have some good solutions by the end of the year into next year. And the other thing is that satellite technology is always um, getting more fine-grained, mm-hmm. but we're still we're still a ways away from being able to have uh, you know you know indoor GPS fix or or uh, you know even a few feet accuracy. So it, it's still pretty um, pretty rough. I know that my GPS will, as I say, inside the house, pretty much every device I have finds it. I don't know if, a, you know, if I'm sitting in next to a window that's close enough to pick it up, but pretty much everything I have now does find where I'm located. That's wonderful. And, and it, which is amazing, and it actually finds. Well, Mark has thing. trouble finding his way to the bathroom in his house. Trust well, me. I know where one of them is. <laughs> uh, and the, you know, so what it does basically is it gives you the ability to to not you know to prepare your your route or whatever it is that you want to do without having to stand. Oh, I'm in this part of the house, or I'm in that part of the house. So it does that extremely well. 
Now, you know, one of the things I found out fascinating, and, I, and maybe you can address this about GPS devices, which I never knew before, is that when you buy a GPS uh, in your car, when you buy a navigation system in your car, people actually drive the entire United States to find the roads, to find the closures. Do you guys do anything like that? We don't, and that's one of the most amazing things about crowdsourcing, and it's why uh, we can be a free application. Uh, so the, the more traditional companies in terms of the map making, they drive the roads, every road, um, and even Google uh, does this with their street view uh, in order to uh, create the road grid where all the streets are uh, and then um, to, to get some pictures if they want to do that. But it's a very costly thing to do, mm-hmm. and right. it's not going to give you updated yeah. information. So everything you see is going to be a bit outdated. And because we are collecting the information from the people using our service right now, um, we're going to be able to tell you if there's a road closure that's temporary far before any of those more traditional services. Yeah, it, it, it really works well. And you also even have a chat feature on this. We do, we do. Now, you can't text while you're driving. I think it's important right. to note that. We'll, we'll block you while you're driving. Uh, but if you're actually stuck somewhere um, and, and there's heavy traffic or if you want to pull over, you can ask somebody uh, what the conditions are. If you see something and you want to get more information, and I found it to be so helpful. The, the community has given me some good information. Uh, actually, last time I was in L.A., I had somebody, we, I, I was driving with a colleague, and we hit a traffic jam, and Waze didn't have it, and we weren't sure why. It's as, as if it just happened. And then we saw a Wazer just uh, shortly in front of us that had reported that there was an accident, and we had approached just as there was an accident. And so I just pinged him to say thank you. Uh, but, yeah, th- there are some of these conversations that start to happen, um, giving each other more, more detailed information. Well, I know my buddy Scoble was trying out Waze. We and, love you know, Scoble. But you could love me, too, except for the fact... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just tweeted you out. You guys have to start following back on Twitter, seriously. I just started um, following you. Eh. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. I love it that you have an iPhone app. Everyone has an iPhone mm-hmm. app. You've got a beta for the BlackBerry. You've got Windows 7. Now, for those with WebOS and other smartphones, can they go to a mobile page? There, you, you can't, uh, not, not really, no. Nothing that's in good shape. I mean, we're, we're firing on all cylinders. We're a startup, so we haven't gotten there yet. I think that as, um, as the demand increases, as WebOS becomes, uh, more popular, yeah. right now we're just getting so, so many users from the app stores that we're just focusing there. But I think that as an industry, uh, as a whole, WebOS is going to be really important for us because developers, it's really difficult to make the native applications. But there are some infrastructural shifts that need to happen before we're ready for that. But I'm, exactly. as an industry advocate, all for WebOS. But yeah, me too, especially with, with, especially with AP getting into it, HP getting into it. I mean, it's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm thinking really that uh, this is a great app. Would love to try it. And as soon as you have something I can use it on, you just let me know, and I'll be more than happy to blog about using? it. What are you using? What's your device? I'm on WebOS. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, Marcia, and I actually, you can answer this. I mean, you can go. Will it work? For example, when I go on my laptop computer, I can go to Wave. I can get on there, and I can find Wave. all information ways rather uh, i can get on there and find it can you not do that from your mobile phone uh, okay the here's the deal here's the thing you can a you we're not going it. to be optimized for the client 
necessarily. So it might be heavy, it might be clunky. Um, the other thing is that um, uh, what when, we give uh, you wait when a minute, you go Diane. To the, oh, Diane, when yeah. we get back from the back break, let me explain a little more to Mark about how the uh, mobile sites work. Yeah, okay? I get it, Marcia, and, and thank you. You, you and right, I hey, can we'll help be, him with that. We will <laughs> be right. Don't go away, Diane, because we'll be right back to talk about this. Uh, and don't go away. Internet Talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. A connected world is coming. Are you the decision maker at home or in the office? Are you looking for products to automate everyday tasks? Are you a professional who needs to keep up on the latest technology? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, Connected World Magazine is for you. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com to subscribe today. Connected World is the new go-to magazine for connected devices, and the launch issue will be available this July. Subscribe today and pay only $9.95 for a one-year subscription. Get connected now. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com and click on subscribe today. And follow us on Twitter at ConnectedWMag. Take your company to another level by combining the reach of your email list with the power of a custom video. Introducing eVideoPros.com. Personalized and professionally produced videos instantly stream to your emails list, informing them about that new product or service, sale, or event. Using customized video footage of your own voice, face, and company, eVideoPros.com will do it quickly, inexpensively, and conveniently. And what's more, live links surrounding your streamed video email will connect your audience to your website for information to place an order and get instructions. And they can forward the same video email to their friends. So forget expensive direct mail or mass media advertising. You're at your keyboard. So type in evideopros.com now and request a sample to be quickly emailed. Make your mark using innovative video email from evideopros.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
And welcome back. If you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. And, Diane, first of all, give us the website. Uh, W-A-Z-E dot com. Waze dot com. Waze dot com. And, uh, again, for those that might just have been joining us, give us, again, the 30-second of what the service does. It's a crowdsourced navigation software that's free for your mobile devices that will get you where you want to go for your daily driving and give you real-time traffic information and road reports from other users. And are you going to be making one for the iPad? I know you have one that can be used on the iPad, but it's, that, that's their uh, iPhone app, I believe, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so, yes, very soon. Yeah, it's it's just amazing at how many things are going. Okay, Marsha, you wanted to ask them questions. Well, I'm so happy that you're saying no texting while driving because I, I don't know if you've seen, there's on YouTube, there's a video that was done in the U.K. It's a four-minute video. You're, uh, you're probably not old enough, but when we used to have driver's ed in school, they used to show us these horrendous films, you know, Death on the Highways. Oh, yeah. So and in they were the U.K., yeah, right. <laughs> Thank goodness they were black and white. Yeah, right, exactly. But what they were doing on YouTube and in the UK, they have a full color campaign, and this was a four minute video on not texting while driving, right. which is going to be adapted. Have you seen that video? I haven't seen the video, but it's an important topic, and, and every country is dealing with it in their own way, but it's very important. And it is going to be adapted if you have a chance to go take a look at it. Okay. I'm sure it has a bazillion hits. It's going to be adapted for the U.S. for a, a one-minute version or a 30-second version, and it's really impressing. It really gets you to the core. So, But I am so into the social world, and I just love the fact that this is crowdsourcing traffic because we've done this on Twitter before. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've tweeted out, anybody know what's going on on Wilshire Boulevard right, right now? I right. can't get, you know. So by having this, it would be a new place to, you know, to Waze, as we call it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now can Waze port to Twitter? Uh, yes, and in fact, it's already integrated into Twitter. So you can do things that you set your own preferences, what you want to tweet out. Uh, but, yeah, you can tweet and... So you, uh, okay, so you can set your account to tweet if you want it. Exactly, exactly. And we have some some new things in this area that will be coming out in about three to four weeks that we're very excited about that's going to make the traffic product even better. Yeah, this is a, really is a terrific, and I probably have been using it for three or four months now. I used it uh, on my prior phone, and it seems to work pretty seamlessly. It works with the Droid. I think you have a, you said you have a BlackBerry app. Uh, yeah, BlackBerry in, just came out two weeks ago. That was a hard one to develop for, but yeah, Windows Mobile, Symbian, uh, BlackBerry, Android, and uh, iPhone. Okay, terrific. And again, give us the website one more time. Uh, www.waze.com, W-A-Z-E. And if you're on your mobile device, you can go to m.waze.com to download. Yeah, terrific device. Diane, thank you so much for being with us. It's a great service, and we appreciate you figuring out how to make it work. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, thank you. So nice having you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. That was such a cool thing. It really is. I mean, I, I use, it's funny, because I go to a lot of, as I've talked about, I go to a lot of Laker games, and I go right in the middle. The games are typically, you know, 7.30 at night, so you're leaving, you know, at 6 o'clock, and you're in the middle of rush hour traffic, and I endlessly use these kinds of devices in addition to the GPS, in addition to the signs on the, uh, you know, that the Caltrans gives you out here in uh, Southern California. Well, uh, which aren't bad. You know, no, when I'm good. on the 101 freeway, and I see that thing, uh, 20 minutes to downtown, yeah, I'm going, exactly. okay, all right. Right, happy yeah. days. I do but, use you know, that. Yeah, no, yeah, great but stuff. you know, interesting. As long as we're talking about that, um, and I have the 2010 Corvette G6 convertible. Oh, you got it to test, okay? 
I got it Thursday, and I posted pictures on Posturus and on, on Facebook and whatever. The car is stunning. For the first day, all I wanted, I was deliberately not looking at the sticker, which they put in my information package. Right, because yeah, we never read manuals. Well, no, because I, I did want to, you know, drive the car first and not be influenced by how right. much it cost. Right. And as I'm driving it, I'm thinking, well, you know, I could trade in the CTS and yeah, sell, so you sell like the that Corvette. Much, huh? But, you know, after a while, um, I love Corvettes. They're, they're just the best. And... I still like them as a second car. You know, mm-hmm. I still like a slightly bigger car. Right. And the GPS is different than the Corvette. You know, I complained about the GPS in your car as well, that I wasn't as happy with it. Mm-hmm. You really have to see the GPS that they have, which is Windows-based in the CTS. Mm-hmm. And pretty much you can't you can't top it. Yeah, they work. I mean, the one in my, I have to say, we have two different ones in two different cars. One has real-time traffic, which I like a lot. I mean, um, I live for real-time traffic. Yeah, which is, for those of you who don't know what real-time traffic is, it actually links in with traffic services in your city. So as you've got your GPS navigation going on, and suddenly a little thing will pop up and say, would you like me to reroute you based on whatever the current traffic is? And we've used that quite a bit. So uh, they, they work extremely well. Now, I have to say, you're talking about but the But wait, bits. wait, let me, let me just, oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say Corvettes. Uh, I mean, I had, it's been a long time ago, but I had a Corvette, and I only kept it for about 13 months because I found it to be the most uncomfortable car on the face of the earth. My wife wouldn't get in the car because it was too noisy and bouncy, and the interiors are endlessly being criticized because they're cheap plastic. So are they any better now? Oh, they are so not cheap plastic anymore. That's good. Because um, I had a friend, Jackie Brown, a, another writer, we rode around yesterday, and I'll be with some other people for the rest of the weekend. Car has to go back Monday. Uh-oh. But um, we're doing the tush test on all the cars. <laughs> yeah. And so far, Jackie Brown and I both admit that it just, you kind of, it envelops you. It's kind of a giant cushion. Actually, it's in, it's not like sitting in your living room. You're being enveloped by the car. It is hmm. very, very comfortable. And the noise, as it used to be back in the old, because I right, pulled out, took noisy. a couple pictures of what I'm writing about is I have a 85 Corvette, so I'm doing 25 years difference in Corvettes, mm-hmm. and it, that's going to be interesting. Um, the noise is negligible. It's, wow, really? Uh, you don't really hear, unless, of course, you have the top down, which, right. speaking of putting the top down, so you un- undo a thingy. Oh, is and it hard not, top or soft top? Soft top. Soft top, okay. Oh, my goodness. And you just undo this thingy, which you don't have to, like, wrench your arm or shoulder to do. Mm-hmm. Push a button, uh, 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 and it folds up. It is so cool. Nice. And it, it integrates. If you look at my posturous uh, blog today, there's a picture from the back of the car, and you can see how great it looks with the top down. But the comfort in the car is unbelievable. Well, that's um, good to hear. The stereo in the car is unbelievable. And, of course, I have the fancy GS6, which is, you know, the sports model. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the wheels, you can see, like, these killer brakes. Mm-hmm. And i got to tell you, these brakes are something else. And I'm a cautious driver, but, boy, do those brakes catch. And it is, I feel so safe in the car. Yeah, forget but all that inter- crap. Is it fast? Oh, my God. Gosh, is it? Oh, That's oh, all we oh. So, care about. so the speedometer projects onto the windscreen. Oh, oh, because, interesting. Okay. Because you're so low in the car and the whole thing, right. so you look, you know, you're looking at the road, 
which you really need going down Roscoe Boulevard is all of a sudden I look at the windscreen, woo, 55. Which, <laughs> which incidentally is a speed trap in the area that we exactly. live in. Exactly. Yeah. And I did cruise Van Nuys Boulevard on it yeah. um, yesterday in the afternoon because I'm a chicken. Mm-hmm. And But I did get uh, several guys bowing, doing the We're Not Worthy from Wayne's World. Right. Uh, the car is hot to look at. Um, what else do I love about it? I mean, it's, it's absolutely, aside from being comfortable and powerful. Um, the only thing I'm not nuts about is the GPS. What can I really? say? I don't like the graphics. But, you know, I don't like the graphics in the Mercedes or the BMW. So, you right. know, that's just a personal preference. I got spoiled on the CTS. Yeah. Um, well, the CTS makes it nice. In fact, the CTS is coming out soon with about a 600 horsepower engine in that CTS. Talking, I don't know how we got on cars, but a very, very large engine in that car coming in the new CTS. How many horses? I think it's 600 horsepower engine. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah, that'll work well on. uh, on, Oh, yeah, in LA City Drive. You know, if you're listening to us in Mm -hmm. Iowa, tell us where we can drive the car because you sure can't do that in LA. Now, Uh, I'm thinking that road to Vegas. Oh, yeah, well, that's true, but that's heavily uh, highway patrolled. Yeah, but that's where I think it was in 1986 I took my Corvette out and took it up to 100. And, uh, I was over 120. I didn't like the feeling at all. Yeah, it was too I don't slow like, for you. I, yeah, I don't like driving fast. I'm, you know, I like to look cool in the car. Right. I like to feel the engine under me, which you absolutely do in mm-hmm. the Corvette. And, you know, it has a XM radio. It has all the great stuff. But it has those paddle thingies. Don't now, me. I know Corvette's going to hate me for saying the paddle thingies because right, I haven't a clue what to do with them. You want to tell me what, what's the well, yeah, story I mean, on the, what paddle the paddles? Thingies? Are, I mean, the old days of shifting and using a clutch in a car is pretty much gone. You know, you used to have your brake, your brake, your clutch, and it was a manual shift. And you shifted by hitting, putting the clutch in with one foot, uh, releasing the gas, shifting the gear, and then going up, you know, kind of up down, up, down. That's how the way you used to do it. Well, the paddles are now automatic, so they're the simulation of driving an auto, a manual car with the paddles. So uh, on the left side is down, on the right side is up, and you hit one, and then when you feel the motion of the car going or you look at your RPMs, you then shift two, and you just keep paddling it, and it makes the car faster. It gives you the ability to start off the line in a much faster method. So if you're trying to beat, say, that Prius sitting next to you... you <laughs> well, that's easy. You can do that yeah. in your sleep in exactly. a VW. What the yeah, heck? Or, or let's say you're sitting next to another Corvette. You hit the paddle and you leave it in low gear and then you shift manually as it goes up. So it gives you control over the transmission as opposed to you know, automatic transmissions. Which yeah, well, that sounds like too much work for me. But the one fun thing that I absolutely did do, my girlfriend Jackie and I pull up to a restaurant. We did a Starsky and Hutch jumping over the doors, <laughs> getting oh. out of the car. <laughs> you didn't crack the car, did you? We didn't. We we were so freaking careful because the seats are this gorgeous, gorgeous leather. We were so careful, and when I tweeted about it, I thought, "Oh my goodness, GM's going to have some sort of heart attack when they read this." Well, but I was right. wearing stilettos, so how much could I really jump? Well, now when we come back, the most important <laughs> question of the day, which you have not yet revealed, how much is this little toy? Because that's Ooh, important. Okay. That. So we want to know what that is and uh, where we can buy it. I guess. So yeah, all where? Right. Yeah, where we can buy it. Give us the dealership. All right, we'll be right right back at you. 877-474-3302. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WSB and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. You and Navy Mutual Aid Association. We've been through a lot together since 1879. In those days, they spoke a little more formally. But our mission statement remains the same. Our mission is to aid our members and their dependents or beneficiaries by providing with certainty and promptness a substantial sum for their relief. With insurance plans, it is near the actual net cost as possible. In other words, we offer low-cost, high-quality insurance so that your family will be taken care of. We do have a lot more choices now. Coverage is available to you and your family with no war or aviation clauses and no military or travel restrictions. Visit NavyMutual.org to obtain a quote, apply for the insurance, or fill out the forms. Or you can reach us at 800-628-6011 to speak with us in person. Navy Mutual, serving you since 1879. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you'd just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Do you think that reading a tech book would be just as hard? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn just about any subject in the universe. They have books like Laptops for Dummies or Flipping Houses for Dummies or even, you know, eBay for Dummies. The best thing about Dummies books is they're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. I've personally used many Dummies books, and everyone in the Dummies series is truly a learning adventure. What are you waiting for? Get off the couch. Run over to your computer and go to your favorite bookstore and get a For Dummies book today. Visit Dummies.com where you can find over a thousand topics to choose from. There's a Dummies book for you and every member of your family. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. I know you're going to love them. <laughs> 